Good afternoon, everyone, and thank you so much for joining me for Modern Living with Dr. Angela. I'm your host, Dr. Angela Tester. Today, we will be talking about the book, Bohemian Daughters. It's author, Antonia Barton. It was 1968, and this nine-year-old little girl was enjoying her last days of summer camp. And it all goes on from there. I cannot wait to talk to, again, Antonia Barton about the book Bohemian Daughters Family Quest. Now, of course, those of you who are listening to this on an enhanced uh, description, one of the podcasts with the enhanced description, you can click on the web link there, and it will take you directly to the website. You can pick up a copy of this beautiful book, and uh, you don't have to worry about going to Amazon or any of those places. You can order it right from the website. But, of course, it is available on Amazon, and it doesn't matter if you're here in the States or if you are an international listener. So let's go on and bring her on the line. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me here on Modern Living with Dr. Angela. Good afternoon, Dr. Chester. I'm so glad that you are COVID-19 being something that is in all of our uh, consciousness right now. I'm always happy to talk to someone live because that means that you are well and you are able to do the interview. So welcome, welcome, welcome with the extra, uh, extra little dose there of sunshine. Now, I cannot wait to talk to you about your Hello. 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 So let me re-ask Hello? that question for you, and let me re-ask that question to you. With that being said, your title, Bohemian Daughters Family Quest, how did you come up with such a title? I came up with the title because I was born in Prague, Bohemia, and I have I had a father that I was searching for, so I'm his daughter. And it was a family quest trying to find my father, which took over 20 years. And a lot of people don't know that Bohemia is actually a place and forms a very large part of the Czech Republic, and Prague is the capital of it. Okay, okay. Now, did you feel as though... Uh, writing this book was something that you had to do. Was this a must-do? And um, like it kept pulling on your heartstrings that you needed to share this story. I was encouraged by my friends, my family, and other people to write this book because it is an unusual story. But everyone has a story to tell. I'm I'm not making that um, any worse, but. Yes, I did have to write the book, 
And yes, it pulled some pretty hard um, hard strings and brought out a lot of ghost sale that would work. Mm-hmm. Now, when you were writing, did you find that you needed to um, kind of have that solitude to be able to get your thoughts out? I know that many authors like to have the peace and quiet as opposed to hustle and bustle. Um, what was your process? Absolutely. Peace and quiet is, is the key. My process was I'm a visual person. I can visualize situations. Um, like if somebody goes on a picnic, I can see them sitting there on a blanket um, and eating. So visualisation is very important to an author. It can be a blessing and it can be a hindrance. The blessing is the great times. You can visualise them and they're there in front of you. The bad times, you can visualise them as well and that's a bit sad. But when I was trying to write this book, I already sort of knew what I had to write and I just typed and typed, had a break, then went back and typed and typed again. It probably took about six months. Mm-hmm. Okay. But like you said, you already had an idea. You already had that visualization of what it is that you wanted to share. A little bit about the book. Now, I know you can't tell us, you know, all of it. You do have to purchase the book, listeners, to, to get to the, you know, the juicy, juicy parts of it. But can you share a little bit about the book with us now? Well, the book, in a nutshell, is about Antonia Barson, who's nine years, nine years old when she witnesses and experiences the horrific invasion and the invasion of the the Russian communists and the violence and the killings that they do, they just shoot people for no reason whatsoever. And as a nine-year-old, that stays with you for the rest of your life. Then I was taken out of my beloved Prague and away from my family, my biological father by my mother and my stepfather, basically kidnapping me, took me right to the other side of the world, to Australia. So my father had no chance of seeing me or finding me or having any contact whatsoever. It took over 20 years for me to find him, but I just, I was determined that I was going to find him. I wrote letters and then I made a faithful trip to London when I was about 27 and an intermediately man who was a friend of my father contacted me and said, I've got news about your father. Come and see me. We've got to wait for the Iron Kern to go down. That's not going to take too long. There was the Velvet Revolution. The Russians were gone. I went in and for the, for the first time since I was two years old, I saw my father. The emotions were enormous. I cried. I, sh- I shook. I laughed. And, of course, we hug and hug and hug. Very emotional. And then he passed away um, a year later of cancer. But the book also has a lot of travel in it, a lot of um, adventure. Some parts are funny. Some parts are very sad. But that's life. You've, you've got the good days and you've got the bad days. Mm-hmm. You are so, you're so right about, about that. But, you know, I think that most people enjoy a story that includes all of the the ups and downs and rounds and rounds because, like you said, that's how life is. And you want to be able to, if if you're going to go through um, the sad or the down moments, 
um, along the journey while reading the book. You want to be able to do the celebratory things as well. You want to be able to celebrate the, the, re, the reunion and all of that. So I, I, like that you, I like that you did that. Now, did you find that it was hard to write about uh, the, the passing of your dad? Was that a difficult portion to write about, or did you find that, Though it may have saddened you, there was always there's also a, a a bit of beautiful closure in that he's included in the book. It took me that part took me over a week to write, and I was crying a lot. Then I had to pull myself together and finish it. But yes, it did sort of bring closure. But to this day, I still grieve for him, and I haven't forgotten. I haven't um, forgiven him because I was very angry that I lost him a year after. I, I met him basically so I was a bit angry I was very sad but yes closure came and every time I go to Prague I go to his resting place and buy flowers and sit there and talk to him <laughs> you know I know so many people that um, unfortunately uh, they too were separated from a parent at a very young age and it's like man trying to make up for lost time, and especially when that parent is elderly or um, they are of ill health, it's so difficult to make up for that time. So I'm glad that you had some bit of, of together time. Now, for, for the person who is saying, I like the story, it, it, it's real life, it's, um, you know, it pulls up your, at your heart strings, but at the same time, it gives you a chance to celebrate. Um, what would you say is the perfect age for someone um, who's trying to read? Should we include our our teens or young adults, or would you say someone over 25? I would say it could possibly be right across the age um, board. Um, students, perhaps history, that, that would be fascinating with Prague because it has got the history in it. Um, young people who want to find out about other countries but and even 25 and, and older people they may find it interesting it may encourage them and of course people of whatever age have been traumatized for whatever reason this book may help them to overcome it and know that if you persevere and you're determined you're going to come through the dark times I love it. I love it. Well, you know, we only have about one minute left uh, in the podcast, but I want to give you a minute to express um, for for anyone who is going through a similar situation and they have perhaps just found their loved one too after quite some time, do you have any words of encouragement for them? I'm sorry. Hello. I was saying, do you have do you have any bits of encouragement for someone who perhaps has gone through a similar situation themselves that they they found a lost loved one? Do you have any words of encouragement for them? Absolutely. First of all, if you need help, as in talk to someone, please see a professional. Secondly. If you're trying to find a loved one, wherever they may be, never give up. Never, ever give up because eventually 
you will find them and it will be the best experience of your life. Be determined, persevere, but if you need to talk to someone, find a professional like a, um, a therapist or a counsellor and talk to people. Absolutely. Thank you so much again for calling in. I love it when my international authors call in and spend time with me here. Thank you so much for doing that, and we wish you continued successes, and please stay well. Thank you, Dr. Chester. Thank you very much. Alrighty, listeners, we'll be back right after this. Being with Infants by Montessori teacher trainer and world-renowned child specialist Beverly Kovach is finally on DVD and digital download. The long-awaited 3D disc set is essential for any new parent, grandparent, or infant caregiver wanting respectful relationships with infants in their care. Being with Infants is broken down into 20 easy-to-digest video lessons complete with demonstrations. Everything from diapering, feeding, the proper way of picking up infants, sleep, crying, environment, play, weaning, and much more are covered. Being with Infants is available on DVD and digital download at Walmart, Target, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. Order today and be sure to follow Being with Infants on Facebook for free bonus content. And we are back. You guys know that one of the things that I love to do is go to the leaderboard and see which countries are tuning in this week. Well, coming in in the number one spot is my home country of the United States. Thanks, USA, for being number one. Number two are the folks in the Philippines. Thanks in in the number two spot. Number three, my neighbors to the north in Canada. Thanks, you guys, for tuning in. Number four are the cousins across the pond in the United Kingdom. Thank you guys for coming in. I appreciate that. And last but certainly not least is Spain. Thanks, Spain, for coming in in the number five position. But we know that we have listeners from around the world. Thank you guys for tuning in and making the show a success. As always, may you have great mental health and may you do it with a good book. Until next time, everyone, stay safe, be well. Bye-bye.